Welcome to the talk show for talkers from irishtalkers.com. Good evening, Toastmasters, would be Toastmasters listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers here on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can also find us on Facebook as the talk show for talkers. We look forward to your comments questions, feedback and evaluations. You can also listen to previous shows from this season on our website irishtalkers.com. We also publish the Public Speaking Weekly. This is a roundup of links from the internet about Toastmasters Public Speaking Confidence Leadership. So look out for that newspaper link on our website. And we use some very interesting pieces from that website that you will hear here. My name is Ted Melanfi and I'm joined this evening by the prolific Paul O'Mahony. And I'm delighted to be here, listeners. I'm with you for the whole show. Super. And the magnificent, multi-talented Moira O'Brien. Good afternoon, evening, morning, where, whatever it is, wherever you are in the world. Well done. So this week we have our usual eclectic mix. We have a thought for the week, a word for the week. We have, it's not an interview, but it's something that you should listen to. It's a fantastic speech, in my opinion. You can let us know what kind of a superlative you wish to put before us. In the third section, and that will be in the second section, in the third section we will have Paul, and Paul will be talking to us about... How Toastmasters changes the world. Superb. And I know that Maura will be talking to us about the power of tree. That's right. Which is an excerpt from our newspaper. Well, it's, uh, it, it's, from, it's prompted by an article which came out of our okay. newspaper. Yeah, okay. yes, it's all about flopsy, mopsy and cottontail, isn't it? Yeah, the power cotton-tail. of three. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You've got it in mind. Vini, 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 vici, or vini, vini, vici, whatever it is. Vini, vidi, and vici. If you, if you were the the Latin class that I was taught in. Yes. Yes. And apples, pears, and bananas. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Do we have a quote for the week? We have a quote for the week, and I am going to give you the quote for the week, and this is from a very impressive person and actually this quote fits very nicely with the second section of the talk show for talkers so the quote we have is a rule that Eleanor Roosevelt lived by and this was her rule we should we must do the thing we cannot do so we must do the thing we cannot do if we cannot do it how can we do it by doing it i give you an example. I love I, it, I love I, it. That's I, the answer. That's it, no? Well, no, I'll succinct. tell you what. Succinct. It was, um, I think it was Picasso who said that you can't paint anything without starting to paint. Mm-hmm. So, uh, now this applies very much to people who've got writer's block, for example. Yes. You cannot mm-hmm. write a poem without starting to write. You cannot write a novel without starting to write. A lot of people think they have to wait until they know what they're going to write in order to write something good. I would imagine the same is true of most people engaging in impromptu speaking in a pub. They have absolutely no idea what they're going to say, but they 
quickly respond to what they what they say. And that's, that's, that's what happens in, for me in table topics. I stand up in table topics. Well, the first idea of what I'm going to say. Yes. And during the, the two minutes of the table topic, it all becomes <coughs> clear and it flows and it has a beginning, a middle and hopefully an end. For and you the, anyway. Well, it's, it certainly ends for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. And I think both of you have responded excellently to, to, the, to the task that Eleanor Roosevelt chose for us. We must do the thing that we cannot do. In other words, challenge yourself. Ne never underestimate your own ability. And what I loved about Eleanor Roosevelt is that she was a shy person. Mm -hmm. She became the first lady, a job that she never wanted. And she turned it into a powerful pulpit for good. Because Eleanor Roosevelt is nearly as, if not better, known than the president, Theodore Roosevelt. Because she had her own trials and tribulations with that man also. He was... You've obviously read the biography. Yes, well, well, I, he, I haven't. I'm well, he, he was well known for his affairs and his oh. clandestine meetings and stuff like that. So she fought against all that. She, she got over her shyness. And I love that phrase where she built this power, powerful pulpit far good because she, had, she has said some fantastic things and she has done some fantastic things. And that particular quote inspired me today because of the speech we're going to listen to in the next section. That's an excellent segue to the next session. And well, we want you to give us yours before we get segue. to Would you call that audacious? I would indeed, yes. Well, look, in terms of the word for the week, <coughs> listeners, I want to tell you about a word which is not the word for the week. There's a, I was brought up in Ireland, in Limerick, and we in our family were sometimes called bold. Mm. We were bold children. Now, my parents never used the phrase bold brat, but it was widely used in the Ireland that I grew up in. And then I went to live in the uh, UK after uh, many years later, and I discovered that the word bold meant brave, strong, courageous, and was a positive compliment. So I became schizophrenic. <laughs> I was uh, torn. You didn't realize you were being I was a parent of children, and I didn't know whether, when, whether I should call them bold or not. And I had to make a choice. And it was one of the most life-changing choices I've ever had to make. So I decided I will call my children bold. <laughs> now, the key point is that the word audacious is similarly facing in two different directions. So if I tell you, for example, that you, you're an audacious presenter, Ted, that could mean that you're, you lack respect for Moira, you lack respect for me, you're impudent, you're rude, you're brazen and impertinent. And, you know, Moira and I have talked about you. <laughs> and on the other hand, I could say that, Ted, you're an audacious presenter, and I could mean that you're fearless, heroic, dynamic and wild. So the next time I use the word audacious to you, I don't know how you're going to know what I'm talking about. I think I'm going schizophrenic now as well. So Good point. the word of the week is audacious. And there are people who only use the word audacious in the sense of being uh, impudent, um, 
a bold, mm. bold, you're a bold brat, you're an audacious you know, animal. And then there are other people who would say you're bold, you're wild, you're fearless, you're heroic. So I offer you listeners a word to practice using, and I think the skill, the reason it's so useful in Toastmasters is that it's your vocal variety that will, your tone of voice, your pitch, your volume, and your body language, that will determine the meaning in practical life. If I turn to you, Moira, and I say, you're an audacious host, and I give you thumbs up with both thumbs, you're going to be really Paul, pleased. that was a very audacious thing to say. And if I yeah. give you, you're an audacious <laughs> host, thumbs down, you're going to be insulted. Yeah. So yeah. it all depends that's, on whether I give you a thumbs up yeah. or a thumbs mm. down. So when you tell me I'm audacious or you're looking at me from the point of view that I'm prepared to say or do something without fear or favour? Yes, if that's what I mean okay. to say. Yes. Well, On the I other hand, I might mean to say, look, you're Tom's a spoiled done. brat mm. <laughs> and you're really difficult to work with because you don't show respect to me. Yes, I see what you mean. It's interesting. It's a tough one. Uh, but it does come down to, the, as you say, the vocal variety. How how you actually say it and what your body language is saying. And the tone of voice. It might be a really, really good word to use at a club meeting because you provide people with an opportunity to use the word in either of the two ways. Absolutely. You also mm -hmm. provide people who have never thought that the word audacious could mean fearless, heroic, yes, dynamic. True. Who have never seen a positive side to being audacious. You give them an opportunity to practice using the word in a new way. So as an evaluator, could I say to the speaker that I would be evaluating, could I say, your speech was full of audacity? You could. Yes, that's yes. a noun. Audacity and would that be in the proper context? That if I was, I was really impressed with the speech. Well, now, to be honest, I think I would need to go to the authority in order to work out whether audacity also has the characteristic of, of lacking respect. I think it does. But I say to him, you gave us an audacious speech. I think you would probably be drawing attention to yourself rather than the speaker. That's a good point. Because what you'd be doing is undoubtedly confusing the audience. Mm -hmm. And no judges in the audience in a competition, they, yes. they might not. Yeah think that you were making a good speech if you were going to confuse everybody. The poor old speaker might take it as a compliment or might take it as a brickback. So from that point of view, is this a good word that we should be using on a talk show for talkers? I think it's a splendid it word because it, it gives us the ability to explain here on Word of the Week, which is the entire okay. purpose of having the section on Word of the Week, to give listeners a new insight into the variety of the English language. What I would like to know is whether there are, there is in German mm -hmm. or Spanish, Italian, French, you like, uh, a different word. Whether audacious only has one meaning in French. Interesting. If there is such a French word as audacious, yeah. if it can be directly translated, because from that point of view, you're really creating a problem insofar as when we, when, when, when we ask for a 
translation of a word, then we're speaking about the definition of the word. Whereas if you ask for audacious without giving an explanation of what audacious means in English and you get it back in French, you might get the bit that's, that's really saying is a negative for a person. Well, what, what you should be saying, Ted, is the context in which it is being said in this respect, because it's the context that changes the meaning. Yes, yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean. If I said to somebody, if I said to somebody who speaks French, what would be the French word for audacious? So I'd have to say... But what Paul's point is, is there an equivalent French word which also has two meanings? Oh, it's two more. That's yeah. different. No, yeah, I yeah. didn't realise yeah. that, yeah. But coming back to mm. audacity, audacity has a similar explanation. Boldness or daring, especially with confident or arrogant disregard for personal safety, mm. or effrontery or insolence, shameless boldness. Oh, audacity so is. It's, so it's the same. It's the same thing, the same, yeah, yeah. Yes. Two, two meanings. That's interesting. Yeah. All right, John. Yeah. So it, it's almost um, a... Palindrome? No. No, what, a palindrome. No. Oh, no, palindrome, palindrome is, is letters, a, the same yeah. letters, yeah, yeah. No. It, Backwards it, and forwards. If you, if you do a thesaurus uh, of the word, then you will find that audaciousness comes up as uh, a whatever the word is for uh, uh, audacity. Right, that's interesting, yeah. yeah. By the way, we are in an, acronym, on an acronym, audio, acronym. We are on an audio medium, so I just want to emphasise that audacious has nothing to do with audio. Yes, good, good, yeah. And I think it's a lovely word from the point of view where after we invite our listeners to come back to us and we'd love to see what their explanations are. What do you think, Paul? Would that be a good one? I think you're a bold man, Ted. Bold, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with regards to that, Mara, what's, yes. what's your explanation in your thesaurus with regards bold? I know to be bold is to challenge and to be fearless. You want and a thesaurus of bold? Yeah, and okay. I, I know when we speak to our children, when we tell them they're bold, we think that they're... Daring, resolute, it's audacious, courageous, fearless, adventurous, heroic, forward, gallant, bantam, right. assuming... Dauntless, enterprising, intrepid, unafraid, undaunted, valiant, valorous, and awless. So there was no, no negatives. Negative there were no negatives. Well, that's because the, you're looking at an English dictionary as opposed to a Hiberno English dictionary. Oh, yeah, in a Hiberno English dictionary, no, but, the Irish but careful, meaning careful, for the word because that, that's the noun. If you go to a, the adjective. Then it is brash, audacious, confident, smart, gutsy, forward, assuming, barefaced, brassy, cheeky, fresh, gritty, immodest, impudent, insolent, nervy, pert, presumptuous. Well, it gets into more, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good one for Paul, the presumptuous Paul Amani. Yeah, yeah, I like it, yeah, yes. I like it, yeah. Because bold is a lovely explanation, mm. too, the way you bold is also of Bold is also a washing powder. Yes. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of the segment. Do come back for the next one where we're going to bring you a, a very interesting TEDx speech. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every Friday afternoon at 4 p.m. Dublin time. Check on our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information. <laughs>